Friday to you and welcome to this week's Friday Five episode. It is our weekly list of five things you need to know about here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, back fresh from vacation, certainly feeling more relaxed, but ready to get back at it. Number one on our list this week. On Saturday, President Trump announced another set of executive orders, this time largely related to pandemic relief, as the Senate and House have been unable to come to an agreement. The orders have been criticized by both Democrats and Republicans. First up, Trump ordered the extension of the federal unemployment benefit that expired on July 31st. He reduced the additional unemployment payment from $600 to $400 a week. The tab will be split 75-25, with the federal government covering the larger share and state governments covering the smaller share along with regular unemployment benefits. The second order suspended interest on federal student loans and payments from September 30th until the end of this year. Third, Trump called on the CDC and HHS to consider extending the eviction ban that expired on July 24th. And for the fourth executive order, and arguably the most controversial, President Trump paused the payroll tax beginning September 1st until the end of the year. While the payroll tax holiday would give Americans making less than $100,000 a year more money in their paychecks, the break is not permanent as the president is only able to delay taxes. Those deferred taxes would come due in a balloon payment at a later date unless Congress acts and cuts the taxes completely. Neither Democrats nor Republicans in the Senate or the House have shown approval of the payroll tax holiday. In fact, it's ironically one thing that they've all agreed on during talks. We will be watching the movements surrounding these orders in the coming weeks. Number two. First, TikTok was going to move its headquarters. Then it was going to be banned in the United States. Now, Microsoft may very well be purchasing the U.S. share of the business from ByteDance. But is that a good thing? The TLDR on TikTok is basically that ByteDance, the Chinese company that owns TikTok, has access to a lot of user data and might be using that data in ways that the United States doesn't like. Microsoft is said to be in talks to buy the U.S. share of TikTok as well as the shares in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Not everyone is thrilled with this prospect, though. Bill Gates called the deal a poisoned chalice, and many industry analysts are wondering what the allure is. Of course, Microsoft is largely known for its office suite, operating systems, and more business-aligned products. But that didn't stop them from acquiring LinkedIn back in 2016. But even so, that is a social media site for business. TikTok is largely popular with the 13- to 18-year-old crowd and features videos of viral dances, lip-syncing, and other short-form content. There's also the possibility that Microsoft could turn around and sell the business in the years ahead for a nice profit. 
Hard to say what the plan is, but I'll be following this story closely as I too am curious about what Microsoft has in mind for TikTok. Number three, in other social media news, Twitter has made a change to their platform, allowing posters to choose who can reply to their tweets. Users will be able to choose from three reply settings, everyone, people they follow, or only people they mention. According to Vox, Twitter's been testing the feature as a means to stop harassment on the platform. Twitter's research found that users who submit abuse reports were three times more likely to use reply-limiting settings. In addition to curbing cyberbullying on many fronts, the feature could also be useful for brands as they're hosting events and trying to keep a conversation between themselves and another user or brand in an easy-to-read thread. According to Suzanne Shia, Twitter's director of product, quote, These settings help some people feel safer and could lead to more meaningful conversations while still allowing people to see different points of view, end quote. Number four, on Tuesday this week, Kroger announced plans to launch an e-commerce site similar to the likes of Amazon and Walmart. Now, Amazon bought Whole Foods, Walmart acquired Jet, and now Kroger will partner with Miracle a French e-commerce company, to expand their selling platform. They are currently the largest grocery chain in the United States, and the plan is to add international food, specialty items, housewares, and toys to the Kroger ship delivery platform. Number five, we've been talking a lot about work from home since the pandemic started in March of this year. And we have shared a good deal of information here on this podcast about productivity tips you can use while you're doing that. Well, this week, we have hit the mother load. Forbes published an extensive look at work from home, and this one focuses largely on the tax side of work from home. And there are some important things to know about that I did not know when I began digging into this guide. There are 13 sections, which seems right for a guide prompted by a global pandemic. Some of the highlights worth mentioning, knowing your state's tax rules, especially if your office and your home are in different states. Check your withholdings. It is very important to keep track of that so you know what you either owe or will get back come tax time. And two that I can relate to on a personal level, get comfortable, and set office hours. I was lucky enough that when everything shut down, I had a space in my home that I was able to set up a table with all of my equipment and not feel cramped. I even have a few tchotchkes on my desk and a decent view, even if it's just looking out into my breezeway. And then there's office hours. That is crucial. I think at first... I felt the need to be online more because I was working from home, and I wasn't so good at taking breaks, and that is probably why I got shingles after one week. So, I started logging on at the same times I used to physically be in the building. I started taking breaks, actually getting up and leaving my screens for a little bit. We will be linking to that guide in our show notes, so check that out, especially if you're still like me, working from home, 
And tell you what, for a bonus, you can check out my work-from-home setup in the show notes. We will be posting that pic there. Feel free to share your own setup and let me know what's been working for you through all of this. We would love to hear from you. Now for this week's official bonus. This is a story all about how a guy's life got flip-turned upside down and then rebooted in a much more realistic, gritty, and dramatic sense. And I can't wait to watch. Bel Air is the retelling of the story of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, one of the most popular sitcoms from the early 90s that launched Will Smith's acting career. While the original was a comedy with all the trendy late 80s and early 90s fashions you could ever imagine, the reboot will be a drama. The fashion will be amazing, the music already sounds great, and Uncle Phil is not quite as nice as in the original. Like I said, this seems like a more realistic take on what would happen in the scenario presented in the iconic show. And the coolest aspect about this project, I think, is that it started as an idea from director Morgan Cooper, and he posted the trailer online last year. The trailer he created got so many likes, it caught the attention of Will Smith, and fast forward a year and a half, many of the original producers and creators are back on board for the reboot, which is currently being shopped around to streaming platforms. We will be linking to a write-up in the episode notes as well as the official trailer, so check it out. You will not be disappointed. And that's all we have for this week. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and have a great weekend. We will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rappel, script editing by Nicole Perisic, artwork by Nick Smith. 